This is the EdTech Podcast, your B2B show for the best thought leadership in the industry, bringing you education, information, and inspiration, only on MarketScale. sitting there with a pen and paper. Virtual reality is an interesting medium where students can access a wide range of content. Hello and welcome everyone to our next edition of the uh, podcast here at the TCEA in Austin, Texas. Uh, joining me now we have Adam Geller with Ed Fina and uh, they're doing some really exciting stuff. Uh, we talked about um, one of the big trends we're seeing here at TCEA is the increased use of video creation, whether that's from the educators, from students even. Um, and so uh, we're excited to uh, dive more into that topic today with Adam. Uh, Adam, to start out, uh, if you would give your, a little bit about yourself and uh, Edthena, and then we'll jump in and uh, have a quick discussion. Sure thing. So I came to education as a classroom teacher. I taught ninth grade and eighth grade science in St. Louis, Missouri. and. You know, in my first year of teaching, uh, I'm going to give credit to my principal. She was very straightforward. She said, look, like, I don't have experience supervising a science teacher. I can't necessarily give you the feedback you need. So I understand the feeling of wanting to get better and not being able to access the right people. Uh, in fact, though, I did end up finding someone who was the science educator at the local museum and was able to have a very successful year. But, uh, you know, roll the clock forward, I continued working on that problem, kind of thinking about, how do you help teachers get better? What are the challenges around that? And I started to realize that thing I experienced in my first year is really a structural challenge in education. And it wasn't I, just you. It wasn't just me, and it wasn't just St. Louis where I was teaching, right? It's fundamentally, we know the best way to help teachers get better is their direct feedback and observation on their actual teaching. And the thing preventing us from doing that is having all the right people in the right places at the right time. So uh, Athena is built to help solve that problem. Essentially, we bring observation and feedback online using recorded videos and specialized commenting tools. So a teacher can record himself or herself in the classroom, upload the video, and share it to a coach or a colleague who can collaborate with them and give them timestamp feedback. So for someone outside of education, sometimes I'll say, think play-by-play -play analysis, but for videos of teaching. Very cool. Um, and we see you know, a lot of teachers uh, Traditionally, principals make their rounds, assistant principals, and there's, you know, uh, some nervousness, and it seems like the day that they come is never a typical day. So I would imagine that this helps put the teachers at ease a little bit, that uh, they can do this more than just once in, you know, a quarter, right? They can do this continuously, especially, uh, and lead the direction more so than being subjected to it. And that's really the key, the idea that the, you know, I like to say the teacher is in the driver's seat, right? So. Uh, even on those informal observations, when someone comes into the room, the observation is still happening to the teacher, right? Like the, the teacher is passively being observed. I mean, they're doing the teaching, of course. But right. When you turn that around and you give teachers the opportunity and the agency to record themselves, then suddenly they can participate with you in the, the process of the observation, right? And suddenly the observation stops being process, stops being about me trying to convince you what I saw when I was in your classroom. Mm -hmm. And instead, we can spend our time talking about what do we see together and what's the implication of that for moving forward. And the impact of making continuous improvements. That's right. Versus uh, getting judged and getting a score and yeah. then probably running out of time to give feedback on how to make it better. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, a, a video camera doesn't have uh, doesn't have an opinion. It doesn't like yep. you or dislike you. It's just, 
you know, it's a, it's a mirror. Sometimes we don't like what we see in the mirror, but we don't have to question whether it has another agenda other than our own professional growth. Great. And I think you might have mentioned this, but just to be clear, this isn't just for uh, teacher evaluations from their administrators. This can be peer-to-peer. Uh, -peer. This can be, what are the different use cases you're seeing? Yeah, so we really think about ourselves in the kind of very broad professional learning space. Um, so I, I often try and divide us and, and kind of separate us from that formal evaluation process. Not to say that things inside of it you know, aren't taken by the teachers into an evaluation conversation, mm -hmm. but we're really trying to be that safe place that teachers ask for help. So that could be grade level teams doing a virtual PLC. It could be um, you know, one partnership we have. Uh, they did a coaching network across the country with math teachers uh, spread out and math coaches spread out and they were able to connect them and provide targeted feedback. Uh, we work with teacher training organizations to train teachers uh, to, to learn how to self-reflect on their practice and be continuously increasing their effectiveness as practitioners. So, you know, I think the, the possibilities are, are pretty limited. Liz, I think the theme that runs throughout is really shifting the type of learning to using the evidence of the teaching rather than a story about the teaching. Wow. And, and so now teachers can, can solicit feedback outside of their building. They can. Right? Other schools in the district, the district, you know, yeah. people that they know, that's great. And if this is more of a daily or weekly practice that teachers are into, I feel like this would probably better prepare them for when they do have those formal evaluations. Uh, they can even beat people to the punch to say, hey, here's what I've been doing to get better. Here's the areas that I'm working on. Here are the things I'm strong on. So they're coming into that um, with a lot of knowledge, powerful knowledge, mm -hmm. versus uh, not knowing how someone is going to judge them and it's a, a, sh a shock to them. Oh, I had no idea I did that or didn't do that, that, that right. kind of thing. Well, I mean, we're here in Texas, right, and the, the system that is used for teacher growth and evaluation is called T-Test. Mm -hmm. uh, and a, a key kind of way that that works for those listening that are outside of Texas is that during your evaluation conversation, part of the process is that you set a series of goals aligned to the standards, mm -hmm. and then uh, the teachers have agency to go out and achieve things against those goals. Yep. Um, so, for example, in our platform, what's uh, really possible is that teachers could be working with their coaches or their colleagues or even their school leaders. Um, they can be setting next step action goals, uh, but all of those goals can be tied in Texas here. You would tie them to the T-Test standards. Yep. And then at the end of the year, the teacher can, you know, with one click, print a PDF that, where they get this personalized report that shows their professional learning tied to those T-Test goals. And this is where, you know, they're in charge taking it over the fence and going back to the principal and saying, you know, hey, Principal Smith, uh, last year we talked about I need to work on skill A and B and C. Let me show you what I've been doing. Yeah. Like I, I am on the path to getting better, and that's, you know, at least when I think about it, right? Like, it's not that teachers have to be uh, batting perfect, batting perfect yeah. right? What you want in a teacher, the best teacher, and the best teammates, and the best employees, and whatever you want to call it, right? Mm -hmm. Are the people who know how to learn about their role and want to continually get better. And we basically give teachers tools that document and, and help them get better, but also show others they are working to get better. And it's the same process we want for our students as educators. So it's a good way to practice what we preach. Um, and we have a lot of listeners here in education and in business. Um, this also might be something interesting for businesses to take a look at. Um, so uh, I see some applications there. This sounds really great. I know for educators, one roadblock to, to doing something like this is uh, the complexity of 
implementing and uh, being able to do it? Do they need tech coordinators in the room setting things up? How easy is it um, for teachers to, uh, to, to do this more so on their own or with their peers? Sure, yeah, I mean, video is a really complex technology and we forget that because, you know, our experience with video has become open up your phone and click a video on YouTube and expect it to play instantly. But there's a lot happening behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. And I think our challenge is making it feel as easy as that experience. When in fact, of course, it's quite different because most of us have not uploaded an eight or a 10 or a 20 minute video to the internet before. Right. Um, so this is a place where we spend a lot of energy. Uh, we are, we like to say we're any device from the supporting the, the videos coming in. Uh, no matter where you recorded it, we can take that video in. But a lot of devices are internet connected, of course. Mm -hmm. So you can imagine opening up your Chromebook in your school or your Mac, your PC, or even an Android phone. And inside the browser, you can actually click one button. It looks like a video camera. Yep. Nothing to install, no plugins, no calling the tech people. Yep. And it just opens up the video recorder. Right? And it's one of those things where it, it just kind of reduces that friction to getting started and makes it easy to think like, oh yeah, things are going well today or things are not going well, like, let me capture that on video. And you just click the button and you, yeah. you know, it's like the, the old Ronco commercials. You set it and forget it and, it and the software takes care of the process for you. And you can be strategic if you're teaching something new this year, the standards change, you mm -hmm. want to capture that, you feel pretty good about some other things, then don't worry about it. So really, I, I like it. It puts the teacher in the driver's seat. Um, we're wrapping up our time here, but I want to give you an opportunity to talk about, you know, what are some of your one or, or of your favorite success stories from uh, teachers implementing this or a school or a district um, that uh, you know started in one place and ended up somewhere else. Yeah, so I mean, we're constantly hearing about how video is causing really positive changes with our partners. Uh, but there's one thing, one kind of story that really stands out to me and I was talking to a teacher at the end of his first year of teaching and uh, you know, trying to understand the impact of having a tool like Athena on his growth. And he said that what was so powerful for him was not just the ability to see himself and see how much more he still needed to improve, mm -hmm. but that he could watch himself teaching and see how much he was improving. Wow. And I, I had never considered it from that angle before, but you know, it really brought back to mind like and and you know, teaching is a really challenging effort. I mean, we always talk about that, but unless you've been in the classroom, like it is hard to understand that being a teacher is one of the hardest jobs. Absolutely. Right? And so the fact that this teacher was, his name was Taylor, who's teaching math in, in the Seattle area, I should acknowledge who he is. Uh, you know, he said, look, like, I know I need to get better, but I can see that I am getting better. That's powerful stuff. And yeah. that's, again, what we try to impart into our students and everything that we do. So it's really great to, to not forget the people that make that happen. And that's going to have an impact on their students Absolutely. year after year. So really uh, almost a train the trainer in, in, in a sense. Yeah. And that we're going right to the source to really helping those folks that are out there on the front lines doing the hard job. Yeah. Um, and how that's going to translate and the ripple effect of that is, is almost inconceivable. I mean, look, we, we say we want personalized learning for students. This is personalized professional learning for teachers. Wow. All right. Well, that's that's great. I'm sure we're going to have you back on the podcast uh, sometime here in the next couple of months um, to talk more. I know there's more we can dive into with this, uh, but uh, we're going to sign off for today. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Adam, for joining us. Um, and uh, we're going to get back to the show and we'll see everybody next time.